Alright folks, how you doing? Welcome back to the True Results 303 Podcast. I am Russell, your host. Once again, I just want to thank you for tuning in and spending your time with me. Time is a valuable resource. And I just want to thank you once again for joining. I hope you're learning and hopefully sharing this information with other people. Because once again, you know, sharing is caring and it's going to help me as well. And once again, right now, this mission I'm on is kind of an I mission, just because I don't have too many followers on the podcast, subscribers on YouTube, things like that. But this really needs to be a we movement. So I need you to share all this information that's out there that I'm sharing with you. And once again, don't forget to check out the YouTube channel, True Results 303. That is T R U, there is no E, Results 303. The Facebook page, True Results 303. Right now, Twitter is still T-R-U-R-W-W. I'm slacking on that. And once again, feel free to email me at any time at TrueResults303 at Gmail or at Yahoo.com. And once again, I just want to give a quick shout out to some of the new followers. And unfortunately right now I'm not logged into my account so you're going to have to bear with me. It is a lovely day here in Colorado. We're hitting the 90s right now. So it's getting toasty out there but it's a beautiful thing, right? And we're getting rain showers in the evening which is also awesome. It's always good to get some rain showers. I don't have air conditioning. I don't know about you. I don't have air conditioning, so it gets really toasty. Alright, so we've got a couple new subscribers, so I want to say thank you to them. I'll give them a quick shout out. We've got Caroline Schmidt, thank you. Rainbow Dash5123, thank you. Ella Ehehe, thank you. And Loxie Lene. Thank you very much. I appreciate your support. I hope you're learning once again. And and thank you for supporting me. So today's podcast is going to be about death and the beauty of death. I think death is misunderstood. You know, we are these creatures created by God. And we all know, you know, I'm Catholic, I'm Christian. And uh, the first rule is you, you know, the first commandment is you shall have no God before other than me. And of course, we as humans, we want to reach that immortal status, that God status, but that's not what it's about. Death is a part of this journey, and I think it can be a beautiful thing, but unfortunately, we are kind of afraid of it, and we try to fight it. Um, So I just want to talk about how I think death is a beautiful thing, how it is needed, and how it can help us grow to be better people and to help those around us and so here we go so I want to start this out with I'm a, I joined the Knights of Columbus for those of you who don't know the Knights of Columbus is a Catholic men's fraternity and we have a book where we it comes with a daily reading And I want to start off this podcast with a reading from from this book. So this is one that popped into my head when I was coming up with this video 
concept, and this is from December 6th. And it says, Once twins were conceived in a womb, together they explored it, saying, How great is our mother's love that she shares with us her very life. Weeks passed, the twins began to change. The first said to the second, This means our life in the womb is coming to an end. The second replied, I don't want it to end. I want to stay here forever. The first said, But maybe there's life after birth. The second replied, How can there be? We'll shed our mother's cord, and how is life possible without it? The twins fell into doubt. If life in the womb ends in death, they said, What's its purpose? And so the last days in the womb were filled with confusion and fear. Finally, a mom the moment of birth came. When the twins opened their eyes, they cried for joy, for what they saw exceeded their wildest dreams. I think that's pretty great. You know, I think we've got to understand that there is something after this. I truly believe there is, and I hope you do as well. You know, I'm not no I don't know if it's going to be something good or something bad. Of course I'm Christian, I'm Catholic, so I believe in heaven and hell. I believe all people don't go to heaven. I've started my journey of self improvement, you know, and really took the my faith serious about a year ago, but my lifestyle of self improvement started about six years ago, probably. I'm about to be thirty four in six days, June 17th, that is my birthday. This is June 11th right now. You know, but I always tell people, you know, even some people that have seen the changes I've made in my life and, you know, they're proud of where I've gone and I tell them, well, you know, I was 0% uh, heaven, 100% hell were the percentages I was going with. You know, and right now I think I'm at about 25, 75, 25 chance I'll make it to heaven 75% I'm most likely still going to hell you know and we as Catholics we believe in purgatory it is something that I truly believe um, but once again let's get into the topic so I went to a Catholic retreat a spiritual retreat with the Knights of Columbus and if you've never been on a spiritual retreat I would you know I would definitely suggest that you participate in one this one was just a two-day thing it's it was an Ignatius retreat if I remember correctly and to do a full Ignatius retreat is 30 days and these retreats are retreats where you do not talk it's a silent retreat but of course since we were there as a group we would go out in silence but then about every hour or two we would meet as a group we would have a discussion then the father would give us prayer advice meditation advice then we would go out on our own and we would pray and meditate and just walk the grounds it's a big campus and then we would go back you know and and learn some more things but one thing he he brought up that I thought was very interesting he said in one of his previous retreats an older lady the death topic came up and this older lady said she finally under she thinks she understood why death is a part of of life at least for her and her journey and I think this is very valuable information because I see it all the time in some of my older clients or just older people in general. As we get older, we see this. And she said it was a time that teaches me to slow down because as of right now, you know, for me, I have um, a part-time job. I have my personal training job. I make my YouTube videos. I make this podcast. I have my website. I have an email 
that you can sign up for at my website, trueresults303.com. You know, so I've got all these things. Now I'm kind of dating, going out on dates with with this one particular girl. I've got friends I've got to do. I've got to exercise. I've still got to read. I just purchased another personal training certification. I've got all these things going on. And it almost seems like we never have time for ourselves and to appreciate the finer things in life. And she said that's what death is. We are so high-paced. We're so stressed out that... As the body, be, you know, we become older, the body starts to decay and we start to slow down. It gives us the ability to slow down and understand the beauty of life. And I thought that was great. I never thought of it in that purpose, you know, in that instant or as that point of view. So it's just a way of preparing us. And I think, why do we need, you know, we need to slow down. We all know that if you don't get enough sleep, you don't de-stress and you don't do these things you can become very sick and ill. So that's kind of what aging, the aging process does. It prepares you for that. You know, and then I think uh, another thing is as we become older, right, as when you're a child, you are in a diaper. And then as you become older, you, you know, you, once again, they say you kind of go to a diaper. And I just thought of this. I hope everybody's still listening to this podcast. I want to say thank you. My last, I'm, I'm stopping right real quick. My last pod, you know, all my previous podcasts, I probably only got about 20 clicks or views or listens, whatever you want to call it. My last one, which was on our most valuable resource, it's only been a week and I'm at 125 listens. I don't know if those people listen to the entire podcast, but I've got 125 listens, which is awesome. So I want to thank everybody. Um, but anyways, going back to it, right? We're, we're back in a diaper. What I think what this allows us as well is it allows us to once again become dependent on people because I'm a firm believer we are dependent on everybody around us. Everything I do in my life impacts somebody, whether it's the simplest thing, what I eat, how I feel. You know, how just smiling at someone that's having a bad day can help them. There was a, this just popped into my head. I was listening to a conversation of a priest and he said he decided to go to dinner. One day he went to dinner. He did the sign of the cross while he was eating. He did a little prayer and a lady next to him asked him why he did that. And they had this whole conversation about God and, and Jesus and being saved or whatever, you know. Um, as Catholics, we don't use that term, but I just used it. And you know, after everything had gotten done, she said, thank you. And that conversation actually saved her life because she said, I was using this time right now. This was going to be my last meal. You know, I don't, I can't remember if she said her husband had died or she just went through a breakup. She's like, I was going to go home and actually commit suicide. But with this conversation, I realized that I want to live. So it's like I said, these weird, strange little things that we do in our life affect those around us. And I'm a firm believer of that. And I think that's what death as well gives us the ability to do, right? To become dependent on those other people because we forget that we are. We're an organism, right? That's what they say in the, in the Catholic faith is the church is an organism. We're not an organization. And unfortunately, we have forgotten that, in my opinion. We need to get back to that. But we are all evolving, right? If you think about it, just the earth in general, right? We have the sun that gives us life and plants life, right? We've got rain. 
plants, trees, and things like that. They take in the carbon dioxide that we put out, and then they create oxygen, right? And in some way, shape, or form, we are all interconnected to each other. So I think that's what death as well gives us the ability to do. Once again, become reliant on our fellow man, which is what the last podcast was about, our most valuable resource, our fellow man, relying back on them. Because if you are a spiritual person, and coming from a Christian perspective, right, we must give everything to God. We must rely on God in all things. So if we are going to make it to heaven, that is total reliance total faith, total understanding, total giving of yourself to God. And I think that's what death does as well. It gives us the ability to say, hey, I need to be dependent on this person because unfortunately I am struggling. You know, I can't take care of myself. And that's what God wants to do, take care of us. So it's another way of preparing us for God. And one of the other things I always hear a lot of people say is they don't want to be a burden to those around them when they become sick, right? Like, I don't want them to have to come visit me or put me in a home that costs money. I don't want them to have to change my diaper. I don't want them to have to feed me. I don't want them to have to do things for me. Once again, I think that could be the ego talking, you know? It's preventing us because, once again, I think that's a valuable thing for that person, the younger person like me, that's super active and doesn't get enough rest and out of control at times it gives me the ability to slow down in this hectic and crazy world right so your death and people having you having to rely on people is giving them you know bringing giving them that reality check like hey it's more than work it's more than whatever is going on in your life you know and when my grandmother I have her tattoo. If you watch my videos, you'll see I have a tattoo on my on my arm and it has a treasure chest with some flowers and the sun and things like that. My grandmother's name was Treasure. So I got it in memory of her. And unfortunately, when she passed away, I was only like 20. I was young, dumb, partying, this and that. And I wasn't there when she passed away. I made it to her funeral, but I wasn't there when she passed away. And you know, that eats me up. You know, every every once in a while. Because her and I had a really good relationship. You know, my parents got divorced when I was really young. From what I understand, my grandmother didn't really like my mother. But when my parents got divorced, my father went into the army. And my mother made sure that I was there for every birthday, every holiday, any family function that was going on, on my father's side of the family, my mother made sure I was there. If they wanted to see me, my mother made sure that I was there. So for me, spring break was spring cleaning at Grandma Treasure's house. I always went there. We always would spring clean. Then my grandparents on that side were ranchers on my dad's side. So then I would go out to the ranch and see my great-grandparents. You know, I was there when they branded cows. I would feed the cattle, things like that. So... Um, that's something that ate me up inside, you know. And, of course, like I said, I was young and dumb and not understanding these different things. And it's just a mistake that I don't want people to make, you know. Make time to visit your family when they are sick or when they are older. 
And older people have so much value and so much knowledge that why wouldn't you want to soak that up? You know, a lot of people say, unfortunately, nowadays, uh, the younger generation, they lack respect. They lack whatever you want to say. And all these values are instilled in the older generation. And just because we live such a fast-paced life, you know, this valuable resource is passing away from death. And this is the time where we can step outside of our crazy, hectic world and get to know the valuable information that they have. Um, and then another thing is, you know, my father passed away last year in July. And understanding and, be, and my spiritual journey and my self-mastery and self-improvement journey, I didn't see my dad much growing up. I had father issues. He was never there. He was in Germany. I didn't really meet my dad or get to truly build a relationship with him until I was like 13 when he came back from the army. He was in Germany for, I think, four years. And then he was, you know, just stationed. I think he was in the army for eight. But, um, you know, when my father passed, I took off like two months of work. That's when I quit working at the gym because I wasn't making much money anyways. I went back into landscaping and I ended up taking two and a half weeks off, I think, three weeks off of work. And I just sat with him at the hospital. We took him fishing. Him and I were able to have probably, you know, maybe not the most emotional conversations, but enough conversation that it helped with the issues that probably both of us had. You know, I know he was afraid of death. He wasn't a very religious man. And I asked him one day, you know, about death or something. I can't remember what it was. And the next day I went back and. And he said he talked to God, you know, and he said, I, I'm, I've come to, you know, to grips with, with, I'm going to die. God told me, blah, 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 you know. Um, so that was really great. I just, you know, I used to be the person, like someone's sick, like I said, with my grandmother. It's like, well, I got to work. I got to make money, blah, 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 blah. And we just need to make sure that we are not, we got to be able to, you know, if you have those issues with that person, you don't want them to pass away without being able to speak your peace or at least have a discussion about what's going on. Next, I'm going to go, uh, you know, we'll go with a little bit of Christian stuff. I'm looking at my notes here real quick. Death of self. I'm going to skip one of mine. Death to self. I made a video on this. Death to self. You know. Because that's definitely what Jesus says. You must die to yourself. You must be in the world but not of the world. Along those lines. And I made a whole YouTube video about it. And it's the death of self. And how you can die to yourself daily. And what does this mean? And if you die to yourself daily, you know, you're just you're gonna be a better friend, you're gonna be a better parent, you're gonna be a better human, a better you're gonna be of more value to society. And dying to self means getting your ducks in a row. Understanding your shortcomings and working on it, right? If you're if you're going to be a parent soon, don't you want to die to the addiction of drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever you're dealing with, so that this does not become a part of your child's life? You don't have friends who don't drink as much anymore. They stop smoking and things like that, but then they're dating people that drink or smoke, you know? And these people have their own addictions, and the one thing I'm always going to tell you is like if, if you've got your life under control, 
and you've been able to overcome these addictions, why do you want to date or marry someone with those same addictions? You know, it's only going to put you in a, situ a situation where you might go back to the, that addiction. And then you've got to understand if you've got a child and this lady, if I'm a man, so if your wife cannot overcome this addiction, do you want to her to be pregnant and still using these drugs and alcohol and things like that? That's going to possibly hurt your child. So we must die to self daily, understanding your weaknesses and your strengths and working on them. Die to self, right? Because you don't want to be the person, like my cousin's husband, to where he says, well, my child, I'm bad at math, so I can't be upset that my child was bad at math. Oh no, that's a horrible thing, you know. You, you still want your child to be good at math, right? Or, well, I smoke weed, so if they, if my child smokes it, I can't say anything. Well, no, well then take care of your problem. Die to self, so that when your child is acting up, you're not a hypocrite, and you can actually correct them, right? So it's death to self. And once again, this is another thing with the big issue of abortion. Death to self. And I think that's the gift of a child, right? It's God's way of maybe saying, hey, it's time to grow up. And I think unfortunately when, when people resort to abortion, it's preventing them from growing up, right? It's, once again, it's a death to self. We kill, I, I can't remember the best way I've heard it. You know, we kill another child so we can live the way that we want to live. But we've got to understand whatever God's plan is, is usually not the same plan we have for ourselves. I've heard it said best, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans, right? So I think that, you know, death to self, again, in this time, is going to be the greatest gift, you know? You don't want to be the the parent that everyone else is watching. Everyone else watches your kid, and you don't take care of your own child. You must die to self. You know, unfortunately, Tupac said a great thing, a, a, a quote. He said, "I may not change the world, but I'm going to spark the mind that changes the world." Right? You might not change the world, but you might have the child that changes the world. And this is another reason why I say I think that there will most likely never be a cure for cancer or, you know, these great things that we need right now in life are most likely not going to happen. And unfortunately, I think it's because of abortion, right? If God has a plan for every single person and we've already committed 60 million abortions in the world, that's 60 million souls that, that are gone, 60, 60 million unique lives that had great value to add to this to, to this to society to the human race to the world and they're gone so i think maybe you know and of course we all know that prescription the prescription drug industry and all these things they suppress cures and everything so there might be a cure i'm not going to say that but if there truly is not a cure i unfortunately think that that mind and that soul that was going to find that cure is most likely had has already been aborted you know, that's my own personal uh, perspective. And I think that's another reason why this world is in such a, a bad place. Is just we are missing all these souls and these lives that could have truly changed the world for better. And I think, again, that's why the world possibly is not 
advanced more than we have, right? It's kind of like we landed on the moon and then everything just kind of went stale from there. Yeah, technology's gotten a little bit better, but we haven't even been back to the moon since. You know, and there's this conspiracy, did we really land on it, whatever. Next, I'm going to go with euthanasia. And once again, I'm coming from a Christian perspective. And this is why euthanasia is no good. What is euthanasia? Doctor-assisted suicide, right? It's killing yourself because you don't want to be that burden. You don't want this. You don't want that. I heard uh, something the other day where they said now in Europe where there is this euthanasia, doctor-assisted suicide, that husbands and wives just like in their 50s or 60s one of them is going to die because of an illness and the other one is just voluntary killing themselves so they can die at the same time as their spouse now to me that just sounds absurd and outrageous but that's what happens when we start to pass these laws that don't really need to be in existence right and of course someone can always take their life for whatever reason but this is another reason why euthanasia is bad for everything I just said, the beauty of death. Because death is a beautiful thing. So taking it into your own hands and just killing yourself is not the way to go. You have great value in this life. God has a plan and you are intervening with that plan. Death is a beautiful thing. It has all these great things. And what I missed earlier is death your death is great because it's going to bring your family back together. When my grandfather died, my family fell apart on my dad's side. Everybody was arguing. Everybody was complaining. Everybody was at each other's throats. And I thought the funny thing was, is even though my father was not a family man, he was the only thing left holding my family together. And now that he's gone, Nobody even talks to each other. Everybody's still fighting. And I think that's what happens in a world where we don't put family first. Right? That's why I am trying to get back and, and visit my family more and talk to them on the phone. And, you know, my cousin Derek, when everybody had passed away, he held a Christmas party just for the cousins, which was great. I thank him for that. Uh, but unfortunately... You know, that's what's happening. As the older generation passes away, the family in itself is crumbling and falling apart because of the death of this older generation. And we as people, as family members, as brothers and sisters, cousins, uncles, and aunts, not being able to die to self. We must die to self. Put our differences aside. Forgive those that have hurt us. Forgive our enemies, like Jesus said, and come together, create a community. So, with that being said, I think I'm going to close there. I have, for some reason, I have something down there that says, what is heaven and hell, because I am a Christian. Um, so I'll just add that in at the end, because of course that is a part of death, if you think about it. I wish I would have I wish I could remember what I heard the other day and it was something about why there is no such thing as reincarnation. I was listening to a Christian channel uh interview. I wish I could remember 
what was said about why reincarnation in a Christian aspect is is not real. I wish I could remember that. But what is heaven and hell? You know, heaven and hell is God giving you what you want, right? If you're supposed to love God with all your mind, all your heart, all your soul, then heaven is God. You know, it's like I've always heard Father Larry Richards, look him up, great, great preacher, Catholic priest, of course. Um, I'm not saying that's why he's great, but I'm Catholic, so of course I'm listening to Catholic people. And he said, I think it was him, he said, Have, you know, God will give you what you want. And if God isn't your number one and something else is, then for you, you know, I guess there, that could be the sense of there really is no hell, but you've got to understand that heaven is God. So if God is your number one priority, then you will have God. But God will give you what you want. So if you're more into money, cars, this and that, he'll give, that's hell. You know, we don't really know what the definition of heaven and hell is. But hell is just not being in the presence of God. That's what hell is, not being in the presence of God. Heaven is being in the presence of God. Hell is not being in the presence of God. So God's going to give you what you love most. So that's what hell is. Hell, hell. if, if you don't love God and that's not your number one priority, God, he's going to give you the free will to choose hell. That's what we've got to understand. God gives you the ability to choose heaven or hell. That's free will. Choose heaven or hell. What do you want? Do you want heaven or do you want God? That is free will. And that's what I've heard where these people say, oh, we're just creatures. You know, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a uh, spark of the brain, right? That electric pulse in the brain or it's your hormones, this and that. Well, if it's just an electrical impulse in your hormones, that is not free will. You are subject to a secretion of hormone within your body, which is not free will. That'd be like a dog, right? When a dog is in heat, another dog is going to have sex with it. That's just what happens because those they cannot help themselves. We as humans have the ability to want to perform the sexual act and say no. We have the ability to want to drink alcohol and say no. We have free will. Creatures, other creatures do not have free will. God gives you the ability of free will. You either choose heaven or you choose hell. Okay, but now I'm getting off topic. So, like I said, folks, I want to thank you once again for tuning in. It's, you know, I greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thank you to those new subscribers that I have got and the old ones. And once again, like I said, my last podcast hit 120-some views or listens, clicks, whatever. Hopefully this one will intrigue you and and I hope you liked it. And once again, don't forget to subscribe to that YouTube channel. Free workouts, nutrition, tips, cooking tips, supplementation, motivational, Christ, Christianity and spirituality. I just created a new web page on my website for prayers. I met a girl from Singapore online and her and I are kind of pen pals. So once a week we will send each other a prayer and share each other's prayers. So I've put one prayer on my website now. Just click on the prayer button. It'll take you right to that website. I have about six of them, but I'm only going to do one or two a week. Um, but her and I try to exchange prayers every one 
to two weeks. So she's kind of my prayer pen pal. Um, yeah. So check out the website, True Results 303 Facebook page. Just join the community. Once again, let's make this I a we. If you're new to this, the first time you're listening to my podcast, hit subscribe. Don't forget to share this content with people that you know. Put it on your Facebook. Put it on your Twitter. Tell a friend. I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in. And stay tuned for the next podcast.